Riverside. Welcome to Dance Talk with Joanne Carey, where the dance world connects, the conversations inspire, and where we are keeping them real. I'm your host, Joanne Carey, and today I'm joined with Andy Chung, who is the executive director of the Naini Chen Dance Company. I am absolutely honored to have him with me today. We are going to talk about the legacy that he is spearheading, the company, and their upcoming show that they'll be having in February. But before we talk about all that, I want to welcome Andy to Dance Talk. Welcome, Andy. Thank you for joining me today. Hi, Joanne. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I have to just share with everybody, I'm, I'm happy to know that you came in from the West Coast and you're here with me today. So I'm honored that you're, that you're here right off the plane. So thank you. That's yes. nice. Thank I'm, you. Yeah. Yeah. Always great. So, Andy, before we dive into everything, can you tell everybody a little bit about your background and about how you got involved in the dance world? Because I, I believe your background didn't start in dance. Cause, so can you just give us a little introduction about who you are and, and how you started? Well, I, I think uh, um, I, I would say that my, my life uh, was very much always, uh, I left the arts since I was a kid. I uh, studied a lot of literature. I loved the martial arts since the, since uh, I was uh, 14 years old. And uh, I've been practicing uh, those kind of movement things, related th things for almost all my life. I mean, I'm still doing it. Um, and so in that sense, I have a, uh, a fairly uh, long background. Uh, but yes, in my, in my professional life, I was trained uh, uh, as a computer scientist at MIT. Uh, I worked uh, for uh, most of the major corporations and developing uh, projects for all kinds of uh, applications. So um, in that sense, I, I'm, I sort of dabbled in the both world of the arts and, uh, and the technology. So I, I feel that uh, um, I'm very much at home talking about dance because I, when I met Naini Chen at MIT, actually, uh, in, the, uh, in the 80s, uh, I immediately fell in love with her, and uh, I pursued her all over the world, and uh, um, uh, and I sort of caught up with her and was able to uh, to uh, bring her into my life. Um, and I would say that she 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 would say that she brought me into into her life, and so we 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 worked together uh, after she graduated from school, and uh, um, I. While, I said that while she studied for her master's in, in, uh, in dance and choreography, uh, I also become, became a master <laughs> degree sure. in the day too. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, the family gets involved all right, uh, in every aspect. Yeah. So I, uh, uh, I, I have been you know, um, working in the nonprofit dance world uh, when I opened uh, her company. And uh, um, while carrying another career uh, for computer and technology. And it's only about, um, I was say about 10 years ago that I started doing the 90 Chen Dance Company full time. 
Okay, so about 10 but, years. But the other times, uh, I was full-timer, so I just had two jobs. Yes. Um, yeah, that's what, this is not my exclusive work. And yeah. that's how it goes in the dance world so often, right? We have So often, we will have two jobs until we can, can make it our full-time job, right? Uh, but I, I, I just yeah. want to go back a little bit. I remember, you know, my background um, is ballet and modern. I was a modern dancer in the city. And in my early, early days of being in New York City, I remember the name of Naimin Chen all around. I mean, that was the buzz, you know, of who she was yeah. and what she was doing, her groundbreaking work and what she was bringing to the United States. So I just have to say, it really is an honor to talk to you and to to talk about her and everything she did for her company that the company continues to do. Can we go back to those early days of when, you know, when you did meet her and you said you fell in love with her, which I, I, I love that right away. Um, but can you talk about her early days of dance and what made her want to create her own dance company? Well, I, I think there was a um, time where, um, when she, um, well, she decided to come to pursue modern dance mm -hmm. because um, she was already a very highly accomplished traditional dancer and uh, uh, was traveling. At, I mean, as I said, I was saying, I, I mean, she was literally traveling the world when she was 18 years old. And so, um, after that, she joined a modern dance company called the Cloudgate Dance Company, which is a very, very well-known uh, Taiwanese, I would say, the, a pioneering company in, in Asia. And so, um, and she sort of felt a calling to do a little more in this area. So she decided to come to NYU to study. And uh, um, so she, um, after that, um, she was deciding what she wanted to do to really pursue which, which directions. And uh, uh, so I think it, it was, um, I want to say it's Roberta or Rebecca Jones. I think it's uh, actually Bertie Jones' sister mm -hmm. who was uh, uh, curating a, a choreography showing for artists of color at that time. Mm -hmm. That was 40 years ago. Um, and uh, uh, Naini uh, went to see her, and and she liked her what what Naini was talking about and doing, and so they they decided to uh, to present her, and she got a really amazingly good review. And uh, um, she felt that well, this may be the the thing for me to do. You know, I think that people are accepting what I what I was thinking about, and it's really important for as you know in the dance world that people are able to see what you were trying to do. And, and she was very clear. Yeah. Uh, she wants to bring uh, some of her background in traditional dance and see if some of those things, those ideas could also be part of the, uh, the new dance world. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's what she, she was uh, focused, in, focused on yeah. uh, all the time and all, all these years. Yeah. And uh, uh, because we don't want to uh, sort of um, be away from tr the tradition. We also network with a lot of the tr traditional dance artists who came to America, mm -hmm. as well as those who are in China. Mm -hmm. So, um, so that's why uh, you, when you see the dance, I always people are always amazed, and they always say to me, "I know, I can tell just by the dancing itself that it's the Asian choreographer 
but we really don't see that a, a, a just a separation of modern and and, yeah. and and Asian ideas. Whereas they seem to be just one thing. Yeah. And so, um, so that's the that's the critical idea that I think Daini was working on. Yeah, and I I, think, I find that so beautiful too the the melding of the the tradition and the contemporary because yeah. I I do find and like I had mentioned to you when we were off camera you know um, I have very dear friends of mine who are Chinese and I'm godparents to their children and I've just gotten a little tasting of the Chinese culture and what it brings and different things and it's it's really so I think so layered and in depth. And so beautiful. I think there's so much tradition, not only in the culture of their art culture, uh, their dance culture and everything like that, but even just their the customs and how they treat one another. And I think when that's melded into and brought into the artistic um, creativity process, I think that adds such a level and depth to dance, which I think Naimi really accomplished really well can you talk about that because I, I know we touched upon it but can you perhaps name some of her specific pieces that she really did that with because i, I believe from what i read too she had um incorporated martial arts um and and i found fascinating calligraphy the or or not that the chinese writing the actual writing in her work so can you just talk about that because i think there's such a depth her choreography. Yeah, I think it's important to note that, as I was saying to a friend of mine before, and she said, "Oh, this person is a choreographer, that person is a painter, and so forth." In the um, in uh, actually, uh, from you know the pure Chinese perspective, uh, I would say that there are just artists, and uh, uh, we're not so much saying that that person is a dancer, that person is a martial artist or something or focus on something, even though the, the person may prefer to practice something, mm -hmm. but really um, a lot of time you'll see uh, martial artists doing calligraphy because they know it helps them to be better at both the calligraphy and the martial art. And so what happens is that we don't distinguish as much. You know, when we see an artist, we just understand that's an artist, that's somebody who embodies a kind of thinking, a thought, a creative person. And, uh, uh, and they're curious and they, if they're really, really good artists, we'll see the work from the work that we'll know. And that artist may do, do some calligraphy, may do some uh, martial arts and may do some uh, dance or, or may even sing. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's a very interesting um, way of, uh, of, of thinking, I think. Uh, so in that sense, number one, number two is I, I think that um, I think for for Naini, the the, um, the the way of exploring how that relationship, you know, again uh, from the perspective of who we are as who she is as an artist, uh, to come to this modern dance world and say, look, you don't know me, but here I am. I'm out of that, and and that's that's really really um, something that's I think still quite foreign to most of the, uh, the Western artists. And they, I don't think people can gra really grasp that uh, very, very well. Um, because in, uh, in uh, to give an example of one of her summer work uh, that she showed at NYU and uh, it's called Incense. Mm 
and that piece um, was done. Uh, it was performed in their in their uh, in their last years of faculty concert, and almost every student from China will come to me and say, "I know that's an Asian work because I I feel it. I feel it in my heart, but it's modern dance. It's clearly modern dance." And, and I don't, you know, I see the calligraphy in it. I see the, everything else in it, but I don't, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I'm, I think maybe you might be interested in learning it. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, yeah I, I think too, you know, I had, I had, um, I had been listening to something. It was in, I don't know when it was. Um, it was an interview of 90 and, and she was talking about an artist and how artists, you know, what our job is. And our job of, of the joy and the beauty and the depth of the human person and everything else that you're still out there. And what she was saying, I had this thought that, you know, especially having all these conversations like I do on the podcast, I have all these yes. conversations with different artists. And the one thing that I find that's this through line with everybody is that, that we all have this need within us to tell a story and to to say something in a way that is unique to our voice or unique yes. to the voice that we're representing or portraying on the stage. But but when she had said it, she said it in a way that it made me think like that. People talk about things all the time. Like we have conversations in general, just about world events, books, literature, poetry. But artists, we live it. We live it and we put it out there and that's how we communicate it. How do you feel about that? And, and can you talk about that a little bit? Well, actually, I had the, the similar things that we were talking to another artist because we obviously, uh, after 90 passed away, we are still... Uh, creating that the company is doing new work um what i always say to people who come to uh, work with us um i think one of the most important things for us is no matter what uh technique or what uh, technology or whatever that you're working with uh, i want the audience and i think that's the same thing for 90s work as well to experience art and it's so important that we, because every day we encounter each other, we talk about, you know, food and whatever, whatever. Uh, you know, or uh, technical things that, mm -hmm. that uh, you know, that, that you're in NJPAC, you talk about the stage. Um, but, you know, we seldom experience art. And it's, it, when you come to the theater, we want you to feel that you're with art and there are people who are making that uh, available to you, and so the most the most difficult thing, the most is for an artist, for a dancer, or for a group of dancers. In our case, is to make the audience experience art, and when they have that, I think they um, they have more. It's the it, they they feel they're more human. Yeah, I I think, um, and they feel that this it's something special that a human can do um that that kind of feeling and it's not describable it's not something that an ai could do yes. uh, because it's completely internal yes. um it 
it's it's not you know you can't take a thousand people's feeling about art and feed it to AI so the AI can 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 be can can be an artist or can can feel art. It's not possible. Yeah. Uh, because it's it's a it's an internal experience that we also sometimes be able to when we hear a, a wonderful voice, you know, coming from a, a an amazing singer, uh, or a uh, like a Yuriyama plays cello, where I melt and and, uh, and and feel that artistry, um, and it's just something indescribable. And yeah. that's what's so amazing about live art is is what we are. That's what we love to do. Yes. And that's how I can. I think it's uh, that's the most important thing for us, you know, in that sense. Yeah. And I think that's what we we hope that we the company continue continue to do this. Yeah. Um, yeah, to make new things and make people feel that that there are people who are dedicated to that kind of experience. Yeah. Uh, and that that I think it well, you know that hopefully will save the world. Yeah. Well, you know, it's you're you're touching on so many different points that I think about as well. But like I said a little bit, um, you know, a few minutes ago, is that these conversations that I've been having, you know, it's so interesting because artists artists really I think touch on something that other others don't, and we want to we really want you're you're saying it so so well. It's that experience, you know, we experience something in the audience. And I've had conversations yeah. with people about how important our audiences are and how appreciative we are because an audience can change, you know, can change the energy of a piece, can change what the dancers on stage are feeling. It's that give and take that you're 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 experiencing with your with your audience. And when you touch on AI, I find that very interesting that you brought that up because I, I had made a note about that because I, I thought I read somewhere that you were at the in your computer world, in your computer career, you are very much at the very, very beginnings of AI. And um, I wanted to ask you about, which I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna, you know, figure out the answer, but how do you feel about AI and the technology? Where do you, where do you feel, let me, let me phrase it this way. Do you feel technology has its place in creating art? Or do you? Do you think it does have its place? And and what is that? Well, right now we know that you know, the visual arts is already making a very big impact, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, it will be only maybe uh, years, perhaps, that you will enter into some. I mean, because you know, dance is not something you make money with too too much. Yeah, I think. Uh, it's a little, probably a little bit slower, but you know, eventually it will. Uh, especially, you know, in terms of the film and and virtual type of things, um, that's that will be happening. And I think it will. Um, what it will do, I think, it will advance the field. It'll become much more difficult to uh, raise the bar. Okay. Basically. Okay. It's, it's it's a it's you know it, unless you have something truly unique to say. The AI will be able to do it. Yeah. Um, so, so you know, you don't. For example, um, for something that's purely entertainment, like a cruise ship or whatever, mm -hmm. we we always you know make fun of that. That I'm I'm sorry if it if anybody read, but if it if it's just simple choreography or something, you know, we'll figure out how the AI will be able to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But whereas if we say we want an artistic experience, mm -hmm. I think that's quite difficult. 
I think that will still be many, many years, especially as it communicated through the complex yeah. um, uh, ideas of, of, you know, of, of dance. Um, so I think there, there could be, there's a lot, that is a lot more difficult. But, you know, like, like they said, never say never. Never say never. You know, it is an interesting phenomenon to me. Um, yeah. I mean, just how much dance has changed, even just in my years in the field, you know, uh, and what I see and, and things I like, don't let me, we all have our personal references. I'm just curious. I'm just my own self. I'm just like, hmm, I wonder where it'll find a place. Years ago, I'm probably talking about 15 years ago, because um, I, had, I had a dance studio and I remember there was a woman sitting in my dance studio. We were having a summer intensive and she brought her daughter in from Brazil and we were having a conversation and this was long before um, online classes. And she said to me, she's like, oh, Ms. Joanne, you should offer online classes. That I'm sure people would take them from all over the world. And I was like, are you crazy? <laughs> and now look, we take classes. It's not the same as being in person, but my goodness, we take classes all the time and, and we're able to communicate like this. So it'll be interesting to see how we integrate that into, into artistic experiences. Um, but I, I do want to talk about um, company and I want to talk about just for, for listeners who um, may be unaware, I, I do have quite a number of followers who aren't in the dance world, but ha have now started to learn about dance because of the podcast. Um, and so I just wanted to let the, the, um, the listeners know that Naimi, uh, who is Andy's wife, he had passed away um, unexpectedly two years ago. And we're coming upon our two year anniversary. And uh, I just want to talk about the company and the, the legacy and the going forward of the company now and this upcoming performance. Um, can you talk about what that legacy is and your role in that? Because I know you're the executive director, um, but can you talk? Well, about she's my partner. She is. Yes. And absolutely. Yes. I'm the, your, your official title, right? Your official yes. title. Yes. I, I... I'm the sort of person behind the scenes most of the yes, time. But you're yes. like the voice, you know, and yeah. and um, just talk about if you can, you know, the company itself, the company's mission and vision, and and that legacy uh, that we're bringing now into the present and the future. Yeah, I, I think uh, um, it's uh, uh, like I said, even though in the past I have been mostly in the background because Naini was in the foreground. Uh, now we have just me. Uh, I guess I will be more in the foreground. Um, and uh, uh, while I'm, I'm here, uh, I think uh, it's for me to clearly communicate to people uh, and through the company's work, uh, what uh, our idea for this company will be, uh, even if she was running it, and and um and so forth and and, and and what it will mean to the community to have this company uh it first of all i think uh, um because of our own uh history of coming to the united states in the 1970s and 80s where there's a lot of uh tradition that's still being passed from uh, the older generation now uh some of them have been lost mm -hmm. and so uh, some of the 90 chance dance companies work uh, needs to be preserved 
-hmm. or because they came from choreographer of a set, set of a particular generation. Okay. So that's I, I feel that's very important mm -hmm. uh, for uh, for young uh, uh, Chinese American or Asian American or even American dancers to to know that there is a um, there's a, a whole group of people who was doing dance mm -hmm. uh, after the Chinese Exclusion Act. And and that uh, dance uh, began to flourish uh, after the 1965 uh, immigration. And when people began to come, people like mm -hmm. uh, landed. You know, actually before her, there were even this, another series of people mm -hmm. uh, who came to America. They danced for the Mahogram Dance Company. They danced for other type uh, of, of groups, and they also developed their own work. Uh, and Nine is part of that wave. Mm -hmm. uh, so so this generation's work needs to be. Uh, somewhat kept, um, and also be an inspiration for the the next generation or even this generation of of dancers and choreographers to know about. Yeah. Um, we, I think, in in the U.S., uh, even sort of the biggest struggle of the Nineteen Dance Company has been getting our voice heard, okay. has been getting uh, getting noticed, mm -hmm. uh, being sort of really part of the major. Mm -hmm. uh, Dance presenting uh, a world, uh, even though that we work twice as hard in some ways, yeah. I feel, than uh, than uh, than a lot of other people. Um, it's it is certainly because of the, there is a dominance of of the major culture forms mm -hmm. that does not include you know our contribution. So I think it's important for us to sort of still continue that struggle. At the same time, I think the company, because we are so focused on on, on having that as our basis, uh, we obviously will continue the, the creativity. And that will, that I think because 90s are here, we're in some ways, we're able to actually say that here are ideas mm -hmm. who in the world, who are interested mm -hmm. to come to us, to work with us, mm -hmm. to help us develop this company. So in some ways, um, you know, so in an odd way that when the when the visionary is not there, but we can communicate the vision. Yes. Maybe more people will come together mm -hmm. and say, I can be I can be Nani Chen. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and I want and I want everybody to be everyone who's interested in this in this experience to be to be Nani Chen. Um there I, I wish you know, I wish in the next in the next years, uh, we'll find many Nani Chens who come to work with us yeah. and in one way or another, and they are, you know, will be able to, to contribute yeah. uh, to, to this company and also to the world of dance. And that's why she came, you know, to the U.S. because she feels that she has something to say and something to contribute. Yeah, I think that's beautiful. I think yeah. that's really beautiful. And I think that's such a beautiful, um, you know, uh, just a beautiful, um, you're, it's evident your your love for her um, in saying all that, and and to bring to bring her legacy and her vision uh, to life. You know, years ago I heard something um, when somebody said, if you build, if you build, whether it's a business, um, a company, any kind of thing that you're building, if you're able to step away from it and it continues, then you did your job. You know, so so the fact that yeah. it's 
it's it's really continuing despite the struggles and the the mountains you still have to climb as a culture, you know, I, I think those doors are opening. I, I mean, I see them, I see them opening and I'm, I'm happy that they're opening. And I, I just, I just know myself as a dancer personally, when I felt the loss when I knew what, when I heard the news, I felt the loss, like in my gut, I really did in my gut. And I, and I share that with you because that's the impact she made and she didn't even know me you know and i didn't even know her but her work and what she has brought to the dance community is so far reaching so so i want to give you that so that you really thank you so much thank you that you really know that yeah. yeah and 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 then to know that when i when i heard about the concert coming up and we'll, we'll talk about that coming up in february I was elated. I know you, I know the company had, um, again, we'll talk about that. You have the new um, artistic director and I think two other directors. It's kind of like a group shared yeah. situation. I was so happy to know because like, like I said, it is important. Her work goes beyond just her. You know, she's really oh, she's laid yeah. the foundation um, for so many people in the dance world and when i say world i mean the world um so yeah so thank you yeah. for thank you yeah I, I hope the company as i said to many people is that the company will be a resource yes and exactly. and uh, for for people who wants to um and especially for asian americans who wants mm -hmm. to give um who wants to uh create that artistic experience for the for our audience yeah um and and so that's you know they're not just saying something but they really want to create art yes and that's yes. what we want to see exactly. yeah i want to see the company dance that express that mm -hmm. and, uh, um, and showcase that you know so and i i think i when i was looking at the um the the program coming up for february and it's going to be at NJPAC. Um, and I, what is it? The year I wrote it down. The year of the green. It's the year of the dragon. Yeah. Which is, yeah. I think so. I mean, so when I read the symbolism and what that means, I mean, how apropos for the company to be doing this. I just think it it's kind of sets the tone of this new, like, here we are, here we are, and we're here to stay. I, I think it's such a beautiful uh, tribute to the culture in the past and to that moving forward um, in the company. Can, can we talk about, um, before we get into the upcoming concert, the a little bit about how you how, how the company is arranged now with the, um, the artistic director and then you have the two directors and why that was arranged that way, what that brings, what that adds to the company dynamic. Well, I think that um, it's, it's, a, it's, it's uh, um, a, an, a very, very interesting arrangement, of course, and uh, uh, people, uh, I, it was somehow um, entered my thoughts, I should say, uh, when I was the, um, when I would say the day after Naimi passed away. And, uh, um, and I, I knew that uh, we had an associate artistic director uh, while Naimi was around, so that person, Greta Campbell, mm -hmm. has danced uh, with us for more than 10 years. Oh. And so she, she knows the repertory, she knows all the intentions of every, behind every piece. So we're happy to have her as the artistic director. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and that, um, you know, I, I said to her, whatever happens, we'll try to, you know, keep the relationship with you. Um, the other two persons, one is Ying Shi, the very important person in the New York and New Jersey, and in fact, in the uh, United States, uh, in the traditional dance. Okay. Uh, she she's a uh, she's a she's an expert. She's regarded as a master artist by uh, many teachers. Uh, she danced with Naini for six years. Okay. And uh, um, and uh, and she um, she understands our spirit mm -hmm. of uh, of uh, of creation uh, and and the tradition. So mm -hmm. I, I'm very much uh, glad that you know uh, she she came. Uh, she has her. After she danced with us, she opened her own school. She has a very nice school here in New Jersey, and so we're we're just elated to to have her to be yes. part of this this endeavor. Um, and then uh, I I went to uh, Peiju Champak, who is uh, one of the world's best um, modern dancers. Okay. Uh, she was the principal of the Mata Grand Dance Company for many many years. Wonderful. And uh, she also came from Taiwan. And she is. Um, um, I, I feel that that uh, um, with um, with any new creation, mm -hmm. she will be able to contribute yeah. to uh, to the to the making of uh, you know to even the selection to to uh, help to spread the words or or to you know take part of the company inspiring the next generation of dancers. Her work as a modern dancer, as a as a uh, as a contemporary artist. Mm -hmm. Uh, is is uh, is very fitting for us to have her. So um, so that's the the three directors. Uh, one to really keep the spirit. The artistic director is here to 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 keep the spirit, keep the mission, keep the vision going. Whereas the tradition and the contemporary are the really two areas of Nineties focus, and they will come together in the company's repertoire. I think that is, that is how we do it. I think that's a wonderful way. When I when I read that and saw that, I just thought that was such a wonderful way of approaching it. And because you know, let when people can focus on what they're strongest at, then they can drive at that, and then you can let someone else focus on what they are, and then bringing that all together. So I think that's such a smart and wonderful way to to collaborate. Um, so I, I'm excited to to see. To see that, can we talk about the upcoming concert? Is there anything happening before February? I mean, I hate to say it, February's around the corner. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. But is there anything happening before then, or is everybody just getting ready for this February concert? Oh, I mean, there's a lot going on oh, before good. February. <laughs> um, I mean, the company will be in, uh, will be celebrating the Lunar New Year mm -hmm. uh, from. The beginning of January, actually. Oh, wonderful! Okay. Uh, yeah, it'll be. We will be first in uh, Ocean County College. Uh, we'll have in a production in New Jersey. In New Jersey, yeah, okay. Okay. yeah, and then um, and then we'll travel to Nebraska, uh, in Omaha Performing Arts Center. Um, we're having uh, a, a similar event, uh, which is actually the center is, I believe, is bigger than NJ Pack, um, and then. Um, we will be uh, at the uh, Kaffelberg Center in Queens, mm -hmm. uh, and then we'll be at NJ Pack. So it'll be three or four shows before we come to NJ Pack. Some of the new work 
or would be practiced and, and experienced sure. already. And it will, it will be premiered in, at NJPAL. So I think it'll be a wonderful experience. Um, but yes, before, before the show, we're pretty busy. I would say I was looking at, at our calendar with everybody just about a month ago and I said, I don't have a weekend left between in January and February, yeah. uh, all the way to March. Um, you know, so I think, uh, um, and we're, and after NJPAC, there's also, um, the hostess community college in, in the Bronx okay. is having us and also Staten Island college. Um, so yeah, there's a, oh, and, and we're also, I think in February, there will also be in Washington, DC. In Washington, so, D.C. in February, did you say? Or after February? Yeah. It's the beginning of February. Oh, it's great. the first weekend and second weekend we're in Japan. Uh, wow. Yeah. That's great. Now, just remind me, where where is the company located now? Like, where do you mostly rehearse now? We rehearse most of the time in uh, either Jersey City mm -hmm. or in Manhattan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, yeah. it used to it used to be in Manhattan only, wasn't it? Way, way. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we use the, the space for uh, from the Jersey City Theater Center. Okay. And then uh, and also we uh, so we we do that and uh, um, uh, we also have other residencies here in, in New Jersey in, in, Very in, nice. in schools and things like that. Yeah. That's great. That it's, I mean it, it sounds wonderful. Um, what tell us what's on the program? I mean, I have it written down if you, if you don't know off the top of your head. Yeah, I, I think I can uh, I can just give you a brief overview yeah. uh, probably and some, some of the highlights because mm -hmm. I don't remember every piece, oh, yeah, but uh, um, but that's okay. I think uh, you the audience will get the gist of it. Um, they're both contemporary. They're, well, first of all, this is the, a time where we actually will have some Chinese music oh. uh, also uh, instruments. And uh, uh, so I will tell you a little bit about the yeah. instrumentalist this year, who is uh, a very, very uh, important person. Uh, so anyway, this this year, um, because it's the year of the dragon, mm -hmm. so we definitely will have a dragon dance. Oh, right. um, that's to conclude the whole show. Mm -hmm. Now, last year, uh, NGPAC um, was very, very kind to uh, give us a commission because I had the idea of doing a lion dance mm -hmm. with uh, hip hop beats. Oh. And uh, so it's a very, you know, creative collaboration. So we put uh, Peju, who's the modern dancer, uh, with um, uh, a quick step in Rockefeller, who are two legends of the uh, hip hop world mm -hmm. uh, together uh, with a lion drum master, uh, Henry Lee from New Jersey. Oh, and they, they work together um, with the assistance of uh, some uh, of another uh, uh, Asian American hip hop uh, dancer, uh, Yvonne Chow, they also worked together to create this piece, which is a, a, a lion dance with hip hop beats. And I think it's a um, it's a nice tribute to the pioneering spirit of Lion. Yeah. Uh, and and I think it's it's quite amazing. So. Uh, so we'll be doing that. Uh, and also, I think NJ Park uh, said, hey, this is the 50th year of, uh, of, of hip hop. Yeah. So uh, it's a good celebration. And that's, and of course, hip hop is all over the world. I believe this lion dance with hip hop is probably the first uh, of its kind. Yeah. And of the way it's doing, uh, it's done. It's, it's, it's a very special uh, because the lion itself is actually doing hip hop. Oh. Um, so. <laughs> So that's kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. um, 
And then, um, because, you know, it's four-legged, right? <laughs> um, and so that's, that's how that, uh, that, 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 that's that project. Um, and then in, of course, besides the Lions and Dragon, we have a number of pieces. Some of them are traditional dances, mm -hmm. um, and some of them are, uh, are, um, are contemporary work. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think that it has a nice balance to it, and the, and the audience will, will experience each different kind of dances in their own sort of uh, uh, context. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's uh, um, uh, the, the, the thing I, I do want to uh, point out is that uh, this year, as I said, we have a we have Chinese music, mm -hmm. and we're featuring a soloist uh, who is truly a world legend, um, and uh, uh, in the in the instrument called pipa, which is a lute, and uh, um, and it's probably one of the most famous Chinese instrument that you you hear. It's it's a, it's, it's like a very sophisticated. You know, when he plays it, it's like a super sophisticated Spanish guitar. Uh, uh, probably 10 times more complicated uh, as you'll hear it and, and you'll see how he does it. It's just amazing. Uh, and, uh, and the person who's playing is, um, is the number one player in the world. Wow. So, um, I think uh, I would say that people can, we can argue that, but, but it, he's so well known that, uh, uh, that at least, you know, he's now 75 years old. Will he be on stage? Will he be on stage? He will be on stage. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, playing live. Yeah. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. So, so it'll be something uh, quite interesting mm -hmm. uh, for, for us to yeah. experience. And uh, um, uh, 90s, you know, some of the 90s, uh, most well-known work, I believe we're going to be, be doing a, 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 a piece called Mirage, mm -hmm. which is uh, her um, experience uh, with her own unique choreography, of course, on the Silk Road. So there's a lot of culture and ideas from the Silk Road embodying that piece. Um, and so, I, and, and also a very famous piece that she did with, uh, with the music from Tan Dan, who's the Oscar winning composer. Uh, uh, the piece is called The Way of Fire. And that incorporated a lot of martial arts. So, um, so those dances are, are, uh, are both very festive, very fun, very colorful. And also uh, very interesting to watch. Yeah. And so I think it's, it, it'll be a, for the audience, it'll be a, a, a lot of climaxes and a lot of excitement. Yes, it yeah. really so, the dancers must be excited. They must be really excited about. Oh yeah. Work. Yeah. They're all looking at it. What, what am I doing? How could I, how do I change costume from one to the other? Yeah. Uh, those are the things that they're worried about. <laughs> oh, no, always, there's yeah. always something you got to figure those things out. Um, but no, it's yeah. really wonderful. And that's, that's at the, at NJ, you're doing that leading up, but that's the program for NJ Pack, which will be in February. And, and I'll put those yeah. information in, in the notes. Um, but it sounds, I mean, the company sounds like it's really um, full and packed and ready to really just um, continue to make yeah, it. Yeah, 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 we, we are. I think we are, we're very uh, much focused on, on, you know, delivering this wonderful series of performances, as, as I said, I told them, I said, you know, it's going to be really hard because almost every week we're in different places. We're working hard to develop, you know, to do what we need to do. Yeah. And it'll be a growing experience for a, yeah. for an artist, as you know, uh, as you know, as, as, as a person who 
who, who work on stage. Yeah. Uh, no matter how hard you work on stage, <laughs> when you're actually performing to an audience, you grow very, very fast. Yes, yes, you so do. It's like supercharging yeah. growth. Yeah. And we offer that unique that experience for our dancers. Yeah, that's exciting. And that's something that's very amazing. Yeah. yeah. And how many how many dancers are in the company? Uh, they're nine. Nine. So it's a nice intimate size, which is wonderful. Yes. It's a nice yes. size company. Yeah. Everybody knows each other and works well. And and if if I if I'm not mistaken, most of the dancers have emigrated as well. Is that is that correct? Yeah, many, many of them. I, I yeah. I think it, that, I think yeah. it's wonderful. Yes. It's very yes. Unique. It's 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 not just it I mean most people expect the Nine Nation company. They're all Asian, but they're not Asian at all. <laughs> Everybody's from yes. somewhere else. Which it, I mean, they, I mean, yes, there are many. There are Asians. There are several Asians there, but um, you know, it's not the it's not an exclusively Asian company. What In fact, it? I think we have more black people than Asian people yeah. at this point. Wow, wow. So I have, yeah. I have to ask you. You know, when you're talking, I think about this. So you came to the United States when you were quite young. So when when you think back to that little boy or young teenager, however old you were. When you came, did you ever think like, this is where you'd be? This is what you'd be doing? I mean, isn't that I, I from as an outsider, I just find that so beautiful and amazing. When you look back at that, how do you how do you see that? Uh, I would never dreamed it. But I would say my life changed when I when I met Nani that, that moment. Wow. Wow. And what a beautiful way yeah. to, to just honor her. To honor her, um, yes. Every performance, yes. I'm I'm sure every. Performance. I, I hope that every audience who come to see us and experience the artistry will also change. Yes, yes. yes. I, I I really uh, what a way to honor her and and keep her legacy and all she's given all she's given to the dance world. So so I thank you. Um, is there anything before we wrap up? Is there anything you want to share or that I maybe have? overlooked and didn't share that you want to want to tell the listeners before we before we finish well i think to the listeners uh bring everyone it's yeah. great for the family to see i have experienced many times and elders came to us and say i'm so happy that that i can come with my my grandchildren um and and we can share this moment together uh and 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 let them know that we have a uh, especially for Asian American families, uh, for that we have a a legacy to to share a history that that they can appreciate, they can be proud of. Yeah. Uh, and that's something that really you know warms my heart. I know that a lot of young people uh, in the community who who are studying dance, uh, they come to me and they say, "I I want to be an Indian chain." Ah. And so I'm I'm so happy to. Uh, to, uh, to to hear and see see that happening, you know, yeah. and so I, I think that's something that uh, I would like to encourage, especially if you have a son or daughter who loves dance or uh, you know um, or just have children come and have the elders come together. Yeah, uh, that's what a Chinese New Year celebration it needs to be. Yes, yes. Yeah. And put yeah. those dollars in the bags, right? Isn't that something that you do? Yeah, yeah the right envelopes. The yeah. envelopes, in those little envelopes. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, Andy, this has just been delightful. I, I really thank you so much for joining me um, today. And I just want to encourage, like you said, everybody to 
go out these next several months, go on the website. I'm sure all your performances are listed there. Um, get those tickets to NJPAC, get those tickets down in DC, get them and go see 90 Chen Dance Company. Um, truly, truly an amazing experience and a, and a legacy that I have to say in my own heart, I'm so happy to know is continuing. Um, so I thank you really from the bottom of my heart, uh, Andy. Thank you for joining me on Dance Talk. Thank you, Joanne. Really, really glad. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye. Bye. Powered by Riverside.